welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of architects with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by... Justin. Adam. And Debbie. And today we are going to be talking about how hard it is to build castles for someone who's fucking crazy. Castles of Mad King Ludwig, the uh, almost like the successor to su- suburbia in many, many ways. All the ways. In all the ways. It is a one to four player affair. It takes 90 minutes and uh, don't let your kids play it because there's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's like 13 plus is what it says on the back of my box. Also, not for kids yeah. under three because they will swallow that stuff. <laughs> board games are generally rife with choking hazards oh my god this it's amazing that i have like two children who have made it as far as they have considering the number of just that oh man it's just crazy i mean I, that's why i keep them on shelves anyway uh justin you've got the back of the box why don't you hit us with that uh, blurb there i sure do the king demands that you build an extravagant castle. King Ludwig II of Bavaria is known for building over-the-top castles. Throughout his reign, he spent all of his personal fortune and a great deal of borrowed money in order to turn his wild, lavish dreams into reality. He was eventually declared insane and opposed, only to die a mysterious death the following day. Castle's Mad King Ludwig is a tile-laying game where each player is trying to build the perfect castle, subject to the whims of the king. Each player acts as a building contractor, adding rooms to the castle they're building while selling their services to other players. Points are earned based on how well the castle adheres to the ever-changing demands of the king. The player with the most points at the end of the game wins. Yeah. And this is like, this is a real, like a real guy. A real hunter. He was. He was. I I went to the castle. It's quite nice. Yeah. You can't go inside, um, but the exterior is uh, really quite nice. You can't go inside because you'll walk through a door and it will be a door out to nowhere and you'll (laughs) fall to your death. Is that the idea? Uh, No, I, I think a lot of the interior wasn't finished. And I don't know who actually owns the castle at the time that I was there. So uh, you weren't allowed to go inside. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So the way this game works is uh, you set it up by laying out the uh, castle-shaped thing that goes into the middle of the table that holds all of the tiles. There's a bunch of tiles, and they're all they're all different weird shapes, and they've got numbers on them. There's like the hundred tile, which is like a, a hundred. It's supposed to be like representing the square footage of the tile. So the hundred tile is like a little wee square tile, and then you got the hundred and fifty tile, which is like a rectangular, slightly bigger tile, and they go. Up up in size and up in shape up until 500 where it's just like a big circular big bad boy um there's some some like what is it what is this a <laughs> one two three four five there's a hexagon hexagonal sort of shaped one uh there's a couple of smaller circular ones there's like big ass mm-hmm. rectangular ones some l shape suffice it to say there's a lot of tiles and uh, and you're gonna you're gonna like sort these into their appropriate stacks and then like shuffle them up. Everyone's gonna be working on their own own version of Mr. Ludwig's castle here. Uh, so everyone starts off with a foyer in the color of their choosing, um, which which has uh, has three entrances on it, and it's uh, it's a it's a hexagon, I think, three. A, an octagon. Fuck, and it's an octagon. It's not the bestagon. It's an octagon. <laughs> no, it's not the bestagon. Yeah. Um, so everyone starts off with a foyer and 15,000 mark marks. I'm sure it's, I believe you pluralize it. Yes. 
Yeah. F- 15,000 mark coins cuz everything costs like a thousand marks or like like uh multiples of a thousand. So, uh mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. You set up the bonus objectives uh so that there's like four that are communal where if you're the person who has like the most circular rooms or whatever uh you'll you'll get like eight points and then the next person that has the next most number of circular rooms will get four and then two and then one uh going going on down um there will be like up to four of these uh public bonus objectives available that you'll sort of be fighting over but also everybody gets three of these uh private bonus objective cards which you get to keep two of them for uh, for the rest of the game as uh, as some additional ways of getting points. So, like, there'll be ones like, uh, you know, one point for every green room, uh, green tile room that you have laid out. Uh, and then you're you're basically off to the races. Um, one person gets the, uh, the the castle token, which says that you're the master builder for the round. As the master builder, you get to flip over a bunch of tiles so that they're in this like uh what's the what's that drafting what's that auction mechanism you 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 called it justin uh well this one uses a different the the one in uh i just assumed you know what it was oh this is just kind of a regular auction the other one was a dutch auction so it's not the dutch auction no god damn it i i i I believed in you for this man come on wow sorry i thought there was a cool name for this and you'd know it anyway Uh you're going to lay the tiles out so that uh, there, there's spaces, which are like 15,000, 10,000, 8, 6, 4, 2, and 1. So I think you, uh, I could be wrong on that. I'm not, I'm probably not going to look it up. Uh, suffice it to say, the way it works is that you draw cards off the top of the deck to figure out what kind of tiles you're going to be laying out. You grab those tiles, and then as the master builder, you get to pick where these land on the auction spaces or on the on the on the purchase order. So if you think that nobody wants a certain tile, you can sort of slide that to one end or the other, depending on what you want. Um, so if you think that a tile is very lucrative for a certain person, you might put it higher up on the scale uh, so that they have to pay a lot of money to get it. Other ones you have to put you can put uh, you put them in the in the lower parts depending if you think that nobody wants it or if you want it and you think that nobody else is going to buy it, you'll be able to get it at a, at a discount. Um, the interesting part of doing this is that during the round, everybody pays the money to the master builder. So if you think someone is willing to pay 10,000 marks for a certain tile, you might want to put it there just so that you get a shitload of money from them. Um, after you're done laying out the tiles, the person to your left gets to pick one of the tiles, give you the money, and then attach it to their castle. Uh, they have to make sure that at least one of the entrances matches up with an entrance of one of the tiles that's already in their castle, and then uh, you get to score some points based on what's on the what's on the tile. So there's a there's a bunch of different types of rooms, and they all have like special abilities when you quote unquote complete the room, which basically means that you've connected all of the entrances to other rooms. Um, so looking at the you know uh, the one that is probably the most powerful i would say is the food rooms which is a little little goblet room has a little goblet on it usually it has a name like buttery or something like that um and you if you uh if you connect up all the entrances to this room to other rooms you will be able to take an extra turn which is super good that's just it's just a that's just really good um you'll also get yeah nice uh, so you're sort of putting down the tiles in ways so that you can get 
the maximum number of points based on the tiles uh, because they all sort of have a base number on them. So some are worth one, some are worth five, like the Terrace Garden. Uh, the Terrace Garden is a green tile, uh, which if it, if it attaches to other green tiles, gets you one extra point. So you just want to keep like expanding this bad boy out to other green tiles. And they're all different and they're all crazy. And some of them get you bonus points and some of them like the, the Birchta room? Birch, birch, birchta? The activity rooms, I guess. There's activity rooms. And basically what that means is there's someone yodeling in them the entire time. <laughs> and so just generally like pissing off the neighbors. Uh, so those ones will generally get you negative points based on them abutting or being connected to other rooms. So the game is basically, um, you know, you going around, taking turns being the master builder, uh, setting out traps for your friends, buying tiles, laying them down, trying to get the most points out of it, using what you can get to complete rooms, which gets you more bonuses or more bonus objective cards or extra money, depending on what's going on. And you continue doing that until the stack of which tiles are coming next cards are gone, and then it's the final round, and then you sort of square everything up in a big clatter of calculators um i probably won't go over all the rooms because frankly i don't remember what they all do uh but they're very easily color-coded and there's lots of handy guides out there to make sure that you know exactly what you're getting into when you buy any particular tile um and yeah there's a few rules about placement like you can't obviously overlay them on top of each other there are certain rooms which are called basement rooms which you need stairs going down to be able to use um and they can't like just automatically connect up to your main level rooms for obvious reasons and those are usually the super creepy rooms like the venus grotto where there's just like a big pool of water and uh, somebody hanging out there or just just a statue of venus there's a dungeon that's kind of yeah. creepy why is this that's here? why it's in the basement man you can't have that on the main floor could you imagine just having a, a dungeon no, on no, your no, main no. floor not, not yeah. good i yeah i i always do enjoy trying to get the throne room and then have a staircase going down behind the throne room going into the dungeon it's just a personal favorite of mine just just something that you strive for yeah yeah just want to send them straight down there that's how it goes yep uh, easy yeah. access. Yeah, this game is a lot of fun. Uh, it's like a. It's interesting because it's it's a it's a bit of a brain burner because you're sitting there like trying to figure out as as the master builder you're trying to figure out like how do I get the maximum amount of money out of these noobs that I'm with, uh, but also not price myself out of tiles I need or make them too cheap so that I'm stuck buying stuff that I don't want. Um, it's also part like weird Tetris game because you'll find that you'll quickly uh, l lay out your castle in a way that doesn't make a damn lick of sense and you won't be able to put stuff where you want them to go because they're not all this the same size or shape and sometimes the doors are not at the where you would expect and so it's 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 hard so it's so it's part part uh, part uh, I don't know how do you put this like you got to be crafty but you also have to be planning ahead so that you don't like ruin your master plan um, it's it's good and uh, a lot like suburbia i get a lot of kicks out of just looking at your at your castle layout and seeing just how completely insane it is you know like how you've got uh you got your sleeping room on one end and then to get to the dining hall you've got to go through like the gardens but there's also just the servants quarters in the way in the way and then there's also <laughs> the just, bowling like, alley a violinist yeah. 
halfway through a bowl. Yeah, there's just there's a bunch of crazy stuff in here. Um, half the fun is just looking at these tiles and being like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> um, and laying out a castle is very satisfying and it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's my spiel for the most part. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think you nailed it there. The only thing I can think of, like my only real criticism is I feel like it's longer, like it, it feels long. Like it's an only an, it's only an hour and a half, but I always feel like it ends just after it starts getting a little tiresome um and i'm Mm. not sure if that's you know if it ended like a couple of turns earlier it would be like oh man i can't wait to play this again it always seems to me to just last a little bit longer than than necessary to sort of keep my interest uh and that's that's kind of been i i felt that way yesterday when we were playing this on tabletop simulator uh that could be the you know the medium that we were playing on um because it's not as fun putting tiles together on computer when you're like trying to slowly budge them forward it takes you like twice (laughs) as long to move shit around than it would in real life um but yeah, it you know I I feel this way about this game where I I I really like it. I think it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of laughs to be had internally, at least looking at your insane castles. It just seems to drag on just a little bit too long for it to be like you know I I always leave a game feeling like ah that was good, but I'm I'm good having played this for a while. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I agree. I I, I would tend to agree with that. I do I do feel that like it just kind of overstays its welcome um just a bit and it's weird because it's like yeah. it's just it's just enough to be like okay you know like enough of this you, you know what i mean um the it, it's it's a quirky it's abstract it's um i'm not gonna try to i'm not gonna take away too much of mrs wind's thunder but it's like this is kind of more her thing uh sorry debbie <laughs> sorry i forgot i'm not on stream um it really just seems like it's it's kind of it's it's something that i know that debbie really appreciates and and seems to have a lot of fun while playing um you know for for me i tend to fall in the same kind of lines as thomas like i enjoy it don't get me wrong i i do enjoy i do enjoy playing this game it just you know there comes a point where it's like ah okay you know that's that's probably all right it's, it's a game that just doesn't need to come out very often i guess I wonder if the I wonder if between two castles fixes that. Um, I I have a feeling that that's actually part of what between two castles is supposed to do. I think it is supposed to be faster. It is supposed to be a little more. Um, it's definitely simpler. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely it has kind of a little bit different of a vibe to it. So I feel like if you kind of in a sense like that like the idea of how you're putting pieces together and how you're organizing things, but you want it to go a little faster and you want that kind of, I think, I think that's the one that satisfies that maybe a little better. I mean, I've, I haven't really played it often enough or enough to really say that that's uh, a solid like I'm super confident in that. This is this is where I jump in and make some comment about you cheating on me with board games because I've never played between wow. two castles. Mm. That's because I have it uh, and you watched me play it on. Uh, I bought it on Steam and you didn't. Right. 
You you watched me play it. This is getting weird. I know it's because I tell him he cheats on me with board games. So so Adam was watching Debbie play a game with somebody else. No, I think all of you guys strange. were watching me play by myself. Oh my god, we were all watching you. Oh, this is very eyes wide shut all of a sudden. Oh wow. Oh no, I left my mask at home. Wait, I am at home. Oh man. No no. Oh no. Hold on, I'll go get Panic. my mask. Oh, it's hitting the mic. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, no, I think you, sh- I think you showed us that one. I, d- I don't I did, remember yeah. much of it. It was just a little, little glimpse uh, at at the time. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" I remember there being like a bunch of turrets popping up and yeah. building castles up. We should definitely try that. Yeah, this is this is of course part which of the, the Mad King Ludwig family of games, which is the the universe of the Mad King Ludwig games. Well, it's it is expanding because it's like there's castles and then there's whatever the second one was. Yeah, the I don't. Re- yeah, what was the palaces. one with the moat? Palaces. palaces. There you go. That one was weird. Which, which one had the moat? Uh, the the moats. That's palace. That's yeah. Palaces. That's palaces. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was palace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because swans go in the water; they swim. What? Yeah, I know. Shocking, right? Crazy. Tell tell me more. Uh, I don't have any more to tell you about about swans. What? She's not a swanologist. <laughs> That's a different podcast. That's right. There's two different ones. There's between two cities, and there's between two. Oh, it's between two castles, castles, and then there's palace, and then there's mm. no, and then there's also there's also another. There's two. There's between two cities and between two castles. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Man, what a wild. When I was looking at their website, yeah, when I was looking at their website and I was looking for the rules for castles, there was between two, there's two between two games. What a wow. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, and I mean, I now want to know for sure, but Well, I'm I'm looking it up right now. It's uh and then like there's also there's also Secrets, which is an expansion to Castles, right? Yeah, which secrets. which is is kind of that one that one just added some more tiles and stuff. That one was okay. Um, wouldn't know the difference, I don't think. Well, it's just a, it's just an add-on. It just adds more Yeah. Just adds more stuff, you know? More stuff and things. Man, Bezier Games doesn't even have between two anything. It's not Bezier, it's Stonemeyer. No, it's it? it's definitely Bezier. No, I think Stonemeyer had uh had one of these on, really? on there. What is even going on? Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. I think the original is Bezier. Yeah, the original is Bezier. Yep. Oh, and then there's Between yeah. Two Cities and Between Two Castles, which, which is, is which are both done by Stonemeyer. Well, this okay, so Between Two Cities. Okay, okay so for 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 clarity's sake, bet- Between Two Cities has nothing to do with Mad King Ludwig. Zero. Mm. Now, Between Two Castles right. is taking the concepts that you learn in Between Two Cities and then applying it to this batshit castle. Oh my right. god. But I mean, it's it's not exactly uh, a new IP. No, it's it's kind of like a, a mashup. It's, <laughs> it's it's like the hottest wow. album of 2020 featuring you know between two cities or something. I don't know. I just man that joke dropped. That just that just that joke completely died. We'll we'll leave that in. But that one really that just was like that was that like one hit the skin <laughs> so bad. Ninety four. Call it, call it Mitch Dance ninety four. Yeah, Adam. failure, failure to launch. That's that's what that was. Um, oh, and between two castles of Mad King Ludwig is not has nothing to do with Ted Alsback. It looks like no. Who's okay. Ted Alsback? No, he's the guy who designed this one. Okay, got it. He's the one that did the the game we're ostensibly <laughs> talking about today. <laughs> yeah. At least we're trying to. Man, what a mess. I don't ever look he, he designed at who, like, both this designs it. Well, you you got to check out who designs it. That's it's the true. important part. I don't, who cares who produces it? That that is very true. Well, 
All right. I failed. Anyway. So, so Debbie, you, yes. what do you, what do you think of Castles of Mad King Ludwig? I, <laughs> to take my thunder back, um, I really like this game. I'm, I find I find the footprint of this game kind of annoying. I'm going to I'm going to start with the bad things, okay? It is a sprawler. Um, it is. It is and it's not just it's a, like it's your own sprawl, it's everybody's sprawl. And everybody has mm-hmm. to have room to sprawl plus room to plus. grow. Huh? Oh. Huh? Huh. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Uh, I mean, you have to have space around what you're doing because you have to be able to place your next tile. And you really honestly, half the time, at least for me, have no fucking clue where I'm going to put my next tile. Well, it and just, it, it's funny that it's funny that you mentioned that because like the back of the box has everything like tightly oh, yeah. organized. And <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Like, no. Fuck. This this will never happen. Yeah. Not a goddamn chance. I've no. never seen a castle go like that. No, there's like the L-shaped L-shaped dining room directly abuts the like uh, what is this called here the uh, food prep room is like <laughs> yeah, it's just never nestled in there. Yeah, yeah, that bullshit. Give me a break. Yeah, that thing would be like on the other side of the table for me. It, after you go down a set of stairs, then exactly. up another set of stairs because I couldn't find a basement tile. In all like, honesty, though, what the one thing that I actually find really interesting about this game, and you guys are gonna like roll your eyes the second this comes out of my mouth, but it's true. Uh, if you actually pay attention and you look at all the tiles, they are actually configured in a way that if they come up, if they come up in the right order or you plan correctly, you can actually create an extremely tight castle. So mm-hmm. there's certain certain types of rooms that uh, are typically found in, sh- in certain shapes. So your utility rooms will often be in L's or straight lines. Um, with the little tiny ones. Right. And then same thing with like your uh, your yellow rooms. So like your food type-ish rooms. They'll often be in um, uh, complementing shapes. And their doors, like the doors, when you first look at the tiles, the doors look like they're all over the place and there's nothing that makes any sense about them. But they're actually made in a way so that they do line up very well but you have to play the game enough to realize that. But we're just terrible at it. Man, right? I'm there. Well, yeah. no, but you have to think about Exuberant. that when you're playing the game. And I know that, and I don't think about it when I'm playing the game. Like, at no point in time and am I like, okay, I know that this tile <laughs> comes up. And it's in the, like, it's in the rule book. Like, it will tell you how many tiles, like, of each type of room, what tiles like number and and shape they show up in like they give you all the information you need you just have to be very like spatially aware to be the kind of person that can take advantage of that plus Um, on the 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 layout um the backs of all the tiles show what possible rooms are in there right yep so it's it it is it is actually very interesting how they've done it because they did do it in a very smart way that if you really wanted to if you really wanted to go out there and and really think about it you could actually create the type of room that is on the back of the box it is possible it's just very 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 unlikely unless someone buys the rooms you want right and then you can't afford the one that fits for like the Olympics of board games that we will never have. That we're, hey, yeah. we're they about put here. breakdancing in in the Olympics. I mean, I'm not saying that we should put board games into the Olympics. I think board games are better than the Olympics. I mean, oh wow, <laughs> wants to watch somebody just throw a spear? Come on, <laughs> right? 
Ain't nobody got time for that. Dressage. The hell's dressage? I don't know. That's the one where you make a horse dance and then the person gets a medal oh, for it. Jesus Christ. Can't confirm. They don't give the horse a medal, nope. I'll tell you that. The horse gets a carrot. I mean, woo-wee. That is yeah. sort of like a horse medal. Kind of. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, what, what else do you, what else? So other than I, the fact that, yeah, it, you need like an extra, extra size table to play this with more than yes. two people. Okay. Sorry. So the spatial piece that kind of drives me nuts. The, sometimes the repetitiveness of it can get a little annoying. I will agree with that. But for the most part, it's such a like easygoing, like I'm going to chuckle and laugh and try to like you almost feel like a three-year-old that hasn't quite gotten your dexterity skills yet you're like an infant with your like you know your little shaking toy and then you smack people in the head with you know, like you just can't you like, you like buy a tile and then you spend like five minutes trying to set it where you thought it was gonna go yes. and you're like ah, it's like uh well it just doesn't <laughs> quite work like that does it and it's funny. Oh, no. Like, I mean, it's just like, and you look at the tile and you look at the space that you have and you're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that'll fit in there. Absolutely. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It you did grab not fit. it and it's like th- three times the size of the space you were looking at. Gosh, shit. I just, I don't know. I find that things like that to me are just, I don't know. They're just fun and I find them very amusing. It's a fairly easy game. You really don't need to teach people a whole lot. It's kind of, in a sense, very Euro in the sense that it's like on the tiles. It has written like there's no you cannot, for the most part, rules in this game that aren't common sense. Um, There's negative points for things. There's positive points for things. They're written fairly clearly on the tiles. You don't really need to do a whole lot of craziness to figure out what's going on. Uh, the only player aid you need is the one that tells you what all the bonuses what are. Different yeah. rooms looks like. So I mean, that's I, that's what I like about this game. I just like that it's it's another one of those games that you can make it as hard or as easy as you want to make it for yourself. Um, I was winning at this game and I lost very badly. Uh, <laughs> it's another one of those games where you're. You're uh, scoring yourself as you're playing the game, um, but you don't actually get uh, like a total pe- like a total point picture until the final point solution piece is done. You have hidden objectives. I always like having hidden hidden objectives that are different than other people because people like Justin screw you over and he doesn't realize you're that he's screwing you over and you want to kick him in the head. That's, That's rude. Just. Normal, yeah. though, I think. I mean, yeah, no, that, that checks out for every, any game, really, isn't it? No, 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 no. See, this time I really wanted to, like, I was so frustrated, but I was like, Justin doesn't know, Debbie. It's okay. <laughs> I, I was just looking at my objectives and being exactly. like, you know what? I need this one. Yeah, and there's tiles that get you, if when you complete them, you can get more objectives, so you can sort of, yeah, you get you get a way to sort of potentially double dip on things that you've already built, and yeah. so yeah, the, mm-hmm. the hidden objectives are, are great, for sure. Yeah, they're, uh, this game is definitely a hundred times better, um, either on table, or um, they have an app, you can buy it on your phone, I've had this game on my phone forever. <laughs> Um, I think I've actually had it on my phone as long as they've had the app. Um, 
and it's absolutely worth it. I play it when we're traveling all the time. I try to make Adam play it with me all the time when we're <laughs> when we're traveling. It usually doesn't go very well. It's usually one game and done. <laughs> but he's like on the beach and you're just rolling up with your phone, like, "Hey, do you want to play some castles?" He's like, "Fuck off! I'm trying exactly. to get a mojito here." <laughs> you know, it's it's usually the the <laughs> thing. Like the big thing is a lot of times it's um. You know, it's like we'll be on an airplane or something, and I'm like, I'm usually either like trying to watch a movie or 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 like heaven forbid, trying to sleep. Good luck. Uh, I don't sleep well. That is not me. I don't stop you. Don't make it sound like I stop you. From no, sleeping. no, 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 no. You don't stop me from sleeping. But I'll be like watching a movie. I'll be like, hey, you want to play King Ludwig? And I'm like, yeah, maybe <laughs> one game. That it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Come on, let's play me, yes. ten games of castles. Oh. And this this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, right? Like it's a good game. It's just one one game is usually enough. Yeah, but there's different kinds of AI. There's harder ones, easier ones. <laughs> yeah, but that that doesn't. There are different challenges, Adam. But like ninety minutes of <laughs> castles is about enough castles for me in one in a city. <laughs> the differences between Adam and Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> the counseling <No>. continues. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, if I'm not honestly, all when we're when we're traveling, this says a lot. When we're traveling, if I'm not playing castles, I'm usually doing Sudoku puzzles. <laughs> I mean, they're all kind of on the same line, right? They're all different kinds of puzzles, and Adam's Everything's just got to like, line up. <laughs> Adam's just like, screw <laughs> off, Debbie. Get out of my face. I just want to sit here and do my That's thing. That's it. And I, I just like making the wheels turn. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I, I'm a huge fan of this game. I got, there's not a whole lot that I'm, you're going to hear me complain about, except for the palace's expansion. That was pretty, that's pretty uh, weak. Wasn't it? That was an expansion. That was just like a second, like the second game in the. Oh yeah. Sorry. It was a second edition kind of thing. Not, yeah. not even a second edition. Yeah, it's just a, was, it's a completely, it's a completely different, different game. game. It had like swans and shit. Yeah. That one. Well, it was the same. It had the same point. You had to build within a moat, right? Well, that just so means they, they're following they theme, f- that's all. Yeah, no, but they tried to fix the footprint issue by creating moats, okay? So the moats were supposed to solve that issue. Mm. I didn't enjoy it. I don't like being told where I can put things. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I like things in order. You figure that out. Um the swans were just weird to me. I remember often we just didn't play with them because we just, they were awkward. But And and if I recall correctly, like we can probably play this and do its own episode, but you were, everyone was building on the same castle. In that palaces, is correct. Right? Yes. And then you use like. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you use swans yeah. to like start laying claim to certain pieces for points or something. Yeah, and it and it doesn't have like the rooms are all square instead of all that's right crazy. Yeah, and, it just it loses a lot yeah. of the je ne sais quoi, you know the the stuff Ooh. that makes the the, the, the stuff that makes Sweet castles French. and Mad King Ludwig good, <laughs> and, like the things that really stand out as being like, hey, these are these are really good aspects of this game. Um, it's like Azul Summer, Summer Pavilion. They took the good parts, threw them out, and brought in some other garbage. Yeah, all to try to, like, <laughs> spice it up. And it's like, man, if it's not broke, don't fix it. At least some of it. Throw in some hot peppers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you found out my chili recipe. <laughs> take take decent chili and then throw in more hot sauce. <laughs> and yeah. Ruin it for everyone. That's why I don't have Except these for parties. Yourself. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah. What about what about you, Justin? Oh, hey. Uh what you know what? This is this is definitely one of my favorite games. Uh and it's funny like listening to people's negatives or like my positives oh. it while well because i i think the game is like at a really good length i i think it could actually be longer and i would enjoy it just as much i agree if not more um i i tend to agree that it's not something that i would play multiple times in a day but i you know <laughs> I, I could definitely play longer than uh than than the 90 minutes suggested just you know throwing throwing a few more rounds i want to i want to let my castle grow and uh, i forgot what what did somebody somebody else say oh yeah the table space i i actually like that i like that it's this this weird sprawling table monster uh because it allows for just weird layouts and i like that you can kind of sit back and you can look at this thing you've created so if it were any smaller i, I feel like it would lose some of that and that's also why i wasn't a fan of palaces because it felt too constrained and just squares it, it lost its character i think that's a fun aspect building this like sprawling castle but i think it does bear mentioning because not everyone has a 28 foot table they can yeah. yes this have, is not something you bring people yeah it's not something you bring traveling to play on the fold-out tables on the airline god no even your kitchen Jeez. table like even your kitchen table you're gonna have a hard time having four people build oh, yeah definitely on yeah. one kitchen table like yeah depending on your layout well i think it was it was funny when we when we loaded up uh tabletop simulator and and i remember i, I can't remember i think it was debbie looked at the board and you were like oh we don't have enough room and it was yeah. like that's just that's just where we put the like the center <laughs> this the entire center table is just for the tiles and everybody got their own like other table and you like take yeah. up the entire thing yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah this is I, a, this is definitely an xl xl table oh, situation oh. Yeah, definitely. Like, bring out those extra leaves and uh, clip those on <laughs> because you're going to need them. And I mean, I, I played a few games where someone will just build a castle that is basically a straight line into your castle. Yeah, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I just I just find that hilarious. It's just uh, I, I can always have like fond memories of Castles of Mad King Ludwig because I, it's a nice mix of funny and sort of strategic thinking with uh, the auction about you know where do you where do you price this so that you get the most money out of it while not giving points to other players and also when it's your turn to buy making sure that you can keep affording things uh, until it comes around to your turn to be the master builder again so it's a nice mixture of kind of a silly castle building game with uh with some strategic thinking and planning in there it's just a really well 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 combined game that does both of those things without being uh too strategic where it gets dry and stodgy and too silly where there's no uh no thinking needed yeah for sure one thing i forgot to mention was that any tiles that aren't purchased also get like a thousand marks sitting on them so there's some situations where tiles that people hate will just hang around until they basically become like free or better which is weird yeah mm -hmm. yeah i made money off one yes 
you pay for that 2000 mark like fucking auditorium that nobody wants because it gets you negative points when it's next to literally anything and it's got like eight thousand dollars sitting on it so you buy it for two <laughs> then you get eight back you're yep. just like woo so there's a lot of there's and you can use that to your advantage too because you can sort of if you're the master builder and there's just like a stack of money on this thing you can sort of price it higher because people will see that it's basically free for them but it gets yeah. you money so like it's a win-win it's a win-win for everybody it's, it's hilarious synergy baby so, yeah i totally agree with you and I, i'm not saying like i'm not saying i have any problem with the length i just every time i play this i'm always kind of like towards the end i'm like all right let's let's do this <laughs> let's let's and play I, for I another hour no um and <laughs> no. it's like uh really? it might even be like the whole like the way the game ends where everybody's just like, all right, I get 10 points for this. And I go, you have to, sometimes you have to recount everything because you think you may have screwed up. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The app yeah, is it kind of has the that, way to go. It does have that classic Euro end of, all right, the game's over. Time for everyone's favorite time, maths. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, the app is definitely very good for this piece because it, uh, it does it for for you while you're playing and it also gives you an idea as to um how good or how bad potentially something's gonna be for you um which is kind of handy which is kind of nice to see but sounds like cheating oh wow right (laughs) my goodness uh (laughs) we we don't do that okay (laughs) i don't know it's I could I couldn't imagine something popping up and being like if you buy this it's going to get you negative six points like no no I don't no know. I but you like have I, the ability I need to that kinda... failure yeah. you <laughs> have the <laughs> ability to kind of get to have a bit of an idea as to and I can't oh, remember okay. how it does it it's been a while since I've played it on my phone because it's been a while since we've traveled yeah it's, it's been something like a year mm. no weird. No, for sure. I hear, I hear you, and I agree with you for the most part, Justin. Like all those, all those points are, you know, this the same things I love about the game. Um, you know, I, I just feel like for whatever reason, I feel like it hangs around too long, and it might just be that whole thing where you know, you, I think you said it too, is like I, I can handle like one game of this, and then you know, I'm done for a while. But it's always, it's always great to pull out, and I, I do love playing it. It's a, it's a great, great little game. It's like it's like suburbia, but on steroids and yeah, weird angles and putting a bowling alley next to the pantry so that you're just imagining all these servants coming through carrying legs <laughs> of chicken and getting attacked <laughs> just... by visitors. <laughs> oh, strike! Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Having or having to go through like the dungeon on your way to uh to the pantry. Yeah. Like what? What is going on here? It's just foyer to staircase down. <laughs> That's your first turn, eh? Just yep. foyer staircase Bam. down. I've done I've done that plenty of times as well. Yeah, the uh, there's yeah. I should mention what. So there's like some common tiles that are like hallways, which just have a shitload of doors and stairs down. Which are fun because they go to the basement where all the weird <laughs> where tiles the dungeon are. is. Thank you. Um, they go to the basement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah where Ludwig keeps all of his weird <laughs> shit, as if everything else wasn't really weird. True. Anyway. Anything else? Any other points? Oh, did you guys want to talk about the collector's edition that you're? Oh, <laughs> if anyone's excited wow. about buying this, yeah, they can I'd... wait around yeah. for the collector's edition coming out. Uh, well, launching on Kickstarter on January nineteenth, twenty twenty one. That's right. 
So if you're interested, you know, that, that might be uh, some some way uh, some way to get it. Um, yeah, they're going to have stuff like uh, metal coins. So all the all the marks are going to be upgraded to metal. Um, the instead of having cards for your hidden objectives, they're going to be on clay poker chips. Um, the tiles are going to be. That's, that's just for the public. objectives. Oh, the public actually. objectives. My mistake. Uh, they're going to be a little stockier uh, with all the all the room tiles and stuff like that. New art comes with two, what? two count them two brand new um, brand new expansions. Expansions, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said and you said something about how big these tiles were, which I'm sure will help the sprawling issue. There <laughs> is the possibility to get the addition that has the tiles being four times their original size. Which is absolutely oh. nuts, oh. by the you way. Like who would wanna, actually do that? That would be fun. That would be on the floor. It, it would fun. be it, oh yeah, no, no, for sure. Like that that feels like one of those puzzle games that you get toddlers, like the floor yeah, puzzles. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I would feel like I was doing. Uh, oh, that'd be so fun! And this one, yeah, this one's coming out through Bezier because they—they're the ones who tweeted it. Um, it is, just yeah. to just to give an example here, I think like so. There's those 600 square foot tiles are about I'd say two inches long. So it's now it's gonna the size be like, of a playing guard almost. So now it's going to be about damn near like over half a foot long. Like that sounds crazy. Okay, but Takanoko did it. Dual sided recessed scoreboard. Oh, I am aware. 3D, 3D uh, <laughs> score markers. Game trays, of course, because that's the this is the new hotness. Support for up to five players. Oh, that sounds so all exciting. Existing, all existing expansions plus two brand new expansions. I'm excited. Yeah. Madness. Towers. There's something about the towers expansion. It, yeah. It, it it comes with pre-painted plastic <gasps> towers that you gotta just slap down on your board. Like, why would you guys tell me about this? I feel like it was a very bad idea. Just get you excited about this. Yeah. And that now you can try to like publicly shame four. Adam into ordering it for you. <laughs> I'm just watching the little video they put on their tweet right now. This this is fucked. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, if you go to the royal level, you can have your tiles can be up to four times larger. What? All right. Remind me. I'll put the I'll put the link in the notes. I'll uh, yeah, I'll 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 send the link to the tweet out because there's there's literally nothing on Kickstarter yet other than um, the ability to um, like get a notification on the 19th when the campaign actually goes live. I need a notification. Oh, God. Lord help (laughs) us. I mean, hey, all right, yeah, like if if that's what you want, all right. four times the size. Mm-hmm. Here oh, we go. No. Four times the size, four times the fun. So, so for me, I'm on a I'm on a keep or not keep scale for reviews wise, and uh, I own this game, and I think it's great, and I'm going to be keeping it. Uh, yeah, it's it's great, it's great fun. It's uh, it's definitely better than Suburbia, which I also like, um, which nobody else did. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this one, like, uh, yeah, it's it's easier to understand in a lot of ways. Like being able to move all the tiles around is fun, and making a batshit crazy castle is always a good time. So yeah, I'll be keeping it, but I. I will probably probably not be going out of my way to buy the collector's edition. <laughs> but there's new shapes. Fucking bananas. Uh Adam. Uh well, I'm on a 10-point scale, so uh I do well, but but for the record, I do own this game and if I got rid of it, um I would end up being divorced. So I guess I have to keep it. <laughs> 
uh, regardless regardless of my opinions on it. Um, no, in all honesty, I think this game is is fine. Again, like I said, I what did you just say? Fine. Yeah. Um, I I think it's yeah, it's 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 fine. It's a good game. I am good to play it. Like I said, once every now and then. Um, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's almost a little too abstract for me at times. I don't even know how to like like how weird is that? Um, it's. That's an interesting comment, considering. Yeah, exactly right. But it's it's a little yeah. too. I don't know, man. You're hurting me. Like I, I don't even know. You're building a physical building, though. That's that's like the opposite of abstract. Uh, true, uh, but the way the way you go about building it uh, is fucked. <laughs> you're you're right. It should be more realistic. Where we go, get a bunch of quotes. Uh, we hire the right guys. Find, try to make sure they're union. I, I think. That- <laughs> I think that there's a very, like, we, we've hit both extremes here. I think that there's definitely something in the middle. <laughs> um, yeah. So, someone somewhere is scribbling down this idea of, of making this, like, weird, <laughs> weird contracting. Yeah, just to, like, pitch it directly game. to me and watch me eat it up. Uh, <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah, no, it's, the game's good. The game, the game is good. If I had to put a number on it, I would give this an eight and a half out of 10. Um, that's yeah. That like, that, that's with the stipulation that I, I will play it once and then we put it away. <laughs> like, like I, I'm not, I'm and the more, the more times you ask me to play it in a row, the more, the more my value goes down. <laughs> <laughs> that's there, there it is. Wow. I think I just got a warning. Yeah. Well, why don't you take that warning and then tell me about how much you enjoy this game? Well, this, my friend, is a five out of five for this girl. Uh, I love this game. <laughs> There's honestly, what bad can come from it? Um, No, in all honesty, though, like this... I I have yet to find anybody that doesn't like this game, that doesn't find something fun and redeeming in it. I think everybody can find um, something enjoyable with it, whether it's kind of the humor that you get from finding a dungeon that has shackles in it in some king's basement, uh, to just like the slight brain burner that you have to go through in order to kind of put everything together and and really try to get the most point value out of it as you can. Um, yeah, so I I five point scale for me. Five is um, buy it, play it, love it, just just get it. There's nothing bad about it, and uh, we will be looking at the uh, the old collector's edition. I assure you, assure you. Uh, Justin, what about you? <laughs> Hi. Well, I uh, try to be on the keep or you know toss um, spectrum, and you know what? I'm going to have to say that uh, I'm going to have to be getting rid of this one. What? For the only reason, because the collector's edition is coming out, and I am oh. super jazzed about that. <laughs> no, but. Uh, me. I this is this is easily one of my favorite games. I will never turn this down. I think it's a really great um euro style game that maintains, you know, a, a level of entertainment and you know like fun. Uh because it it I feel like it a uh, it uh it it it's keeps from being stodgy and you know it's it's just it's just silly sometimes, just all the weird little combos you can make. 
And yeah, everything about it, I just like, I I like the auction system where you have to think about, you know, how to get the most money out of your friends and while still leaving a tile for you to buy last that's affordable, hopefully. And it's, it has just a, a really great array of options and strategies that you can try something new every time. And I, yeah, I, I love that about it. So, um, this is a game that I, I'm going to be holding on to and, you know, looking at this, replacing. this new, you're going to be replacing, yes, re, re, replacing it with a, uh, <laughs> a fancy new edition. Uh, if only they sponsored us, um, <laughs> we're, we're looking at you busy eighth, <laughs> uh, right. Um, and, and and yeah, no, it's it's a strong recommendation. Uh, I don't know anyone I don't that hasn't enjoyed playing it, and uh, I feel like it has a pretty broad appeal because of that sort of kooky nature. Even if you're not really big into the you know strategy and stuff, you just get to do your own thing and build your weird castle, and you just cannot care about winning and still have fun. So. Yeah, no, strong recommendation and uh, something that I'm going to be upgrading uh, in the near future. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. All right, cool. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, if you want to do us a favor and you you like this kind of thing, you can listen to our other episodes. You can like and subscribe and do the reviews on iTunes kind of shit. Um, that would be great. Share with a friend. Thanks. Uh, if you want to send us any kind of constructive criticism, you can use email collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. And if you want to talk to me for some inexplicable reason, you can find me at team rage tom on twitter uh justin hi there if you want to get a hold of me and tell me about your favorite castle uh you can find me on twitter at don't trust justin and uh currently i uh am running a kickstarter uh of my own with a few friends so if you are interested in checking it out and you're interested in either sumo or 3d printing uh files please uh take a look at little big sumo uh it's going on until early mid january and um yeah feel free to check it out and uh tell us what you think tell me what you think how about you adam yes if you're looking to catch up with me uh i am all over the social medias at for the win f-o-r-t-h-e-w-h-y-n you can also catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash for the win right now from now until January the 11th. I've basically committed to stream at least a little bit every single day. January 11th, I start back up in my final semester in uh, in school. So my schedule will get a little wonky from there. But there we are. Uh, school comes first. That's all there is to it. Remember that kids and other kids and adults that are still in school, back in school. Anyways, whatever. Check, catch me out. Uh, catch me on Twitch right now. We're playing some Ghost of Tsushima. Um, probably by the time this airs, I will allegedly be done. But come hang out and let's see what else I get into. Yeah, Debbie, what uh, what do you got to say? Oh well, I don't have a whole lot to say, but you guys can get me at at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M R S W H Y N on Instagram and Twitter. And like Tom said, you guys can get the group of us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. We'd love to hear from you guys. We like to hear what you like, what you don't like. If there's something you think we should try, we want to hear about it. Uh, since we're using tabletop right now, um, 
online because of the old the old vid. Um, we are, yeah, we, we have a lot of kind of open options to us. So we're still trying to get through our own games and make sure that we, you know, stick to the stick to the plan of getting through the the cardboard jungle we all live in but along with that we're kind of enjoying spreading our wings and playing some other stuff as well so let us know if there's something out there that you think that we'll like um yeah yeah that's it right on thank you again so much for listening i hope you have a great rest of your day and we will be back at you next week with something fun thanks bye bye, bye.